Hello, this is podcast 297 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Riley. So this podcast has become number 297 kind of by default because I had to put one of the podcasts out twice last week. So I'm sorry for those of you who had it doubled up. It's ironic that I don't really have notes to record a podcast on freedom of speech and the complexities. My notes are kind of all over the place in a jumble with it. It kind of reminds me of that cartoon that does the rounds every so often. Just be yourself. The universe not like that. I wanted to go back to why this particular cohort of beings are at the point that they won't put things in writing. Many of the people I work with won't put posts out online. Why we are at the point where there's little dots to represent I'm thinking of you, but I'm not actually saying anything or saying my feelings. Because we've really reached a generation that are afraid to put their feelings out and their opinions out for fear of that existing forever on the internet. But similarly, they're afraid to not put out things in a certain way because of peer pressure and what it means if they're not that person. And I'm pretty sure that it was Mel, who I used to record the podcast with, who used to host the podcast, who said to me that this generation is going to find it very difficult because they've been on the internet from their baby photos, but they've not had any choice in that. And it's very true. There's a lot of content out about these people and about them growing up and about their lives that they've had no say in. They never remember not growing up with the internet. There are people who are navigating this who still remember the before and after. But as I start to think about this, once we start to ban people speaking, it's the same as banning books. And it was quite significant this week that a graphic novel that's very accessible to teens was banned on the day of Holocaust Remembrance on the day where we had a 100-year-old survivor speaking to us and pleading with us to remember and to never forget what happened. And so when this whole debate started last week around podcasts on certain platforms, I may not like the delivery of those podcasts. I may not like the sort of what person that you have to be, a little bit like the pressure of what you have to put out in TikTok. I may not agree with all of the content, but it's no difference to ban that voice and to ban books that need to be read. Like there's no difference when we have a plane forced out of the sky to take a Belarus journalist off who's saying something that somebody doesn't want to hear or we have an Iranian writer dying in prison of COVID because of their writing and what they're saying. It's no different to one of the books on my wish list to read by a woman on feminism and Islam that earned her exile in Canada for the remainder of her life. It's no different to the woman that's been sentenced to death for a WhatsApp message in Pakistan. There is no right or wrong way to navigate freedom of speech. Once you start oppressing somebody, you're oppressing people. And yes, I, I may 
have a lot of concerns. And, you know, there was a part of me thinking, oh, you know, thank- thankfully I'm not recording our podcast series on the impacts of the pandemic at the moment because it would all now come with a warning message. But, you know, there's a part of me very concerned with some of the moves in Europe at the moment. I'm very glad that Ireland has removed all of the restrictions. You know, there was always going to be a percentage of the population who couldn't have the vaccine. It was up to the rest of society to protect them. The The challenge with the anti-vax voice is that it's not thought out in your implications and your impacts on others and your impacts on society and on your community. The challenge with it is the selfishness of it. There is a challenge in the fact that many of the people who've been the leading voices in those campaigns have in fact passed away from the virus in the last few months, which is such a tragedy. But can we really blame our actions based on following what other people say? Can we blame what happened in Germany from the 1933 Hitler speeches onwards? Can we blame the fact that there was an insurgence on the 6th of January last year? Can we blame the fact that someone called a virus the Chinese flu or the Chinese virus for a year and that there's a direct correlation in the rise of Asian hate crime? The difficulty with this is that you can't just listen to other people and say, oh, I'm going to go along with what they say. I'm going to inflict pain and suffering on another person because of what they're telling me. So the challenge for me is that I don't have to like everything that other people say, but I do need to be able to sit in the room in my own truth and discern how I want to treat others and what I want to go along with. But I don't have to like everyone's comments. And there is a difficulty at the moment because of the social media platforms and because of a couple of very high-profile campaigns, it has become acceptable to have witch hunts and to have a trial of jury by social media, which is not appropriate either. So on one hand, the very people who are feeling as if they are more liberal and more open-minded and should be able to have more rights and more freedom and more freedom of speech are equally creating the parameters to feel a great deal of fear and an inability to be truthful or authentic themselves. So there's a real sort of fall on your own sword moment and a deep complexity between this particular cohort of beings as they try to navigate the concept of freedom of speech. But in order to understand my own truth, I have to have had experiences, I have to have lived, I have to have tried out ideas, I have to have had debates, I have to have watched the reactions of various people, I have to have sat in a room with people that I don't like and listen to what they had to say, and then go away and process it, and decide my own truth, and also decide the ability on how to treat people, regardless of what their opinions are. I need to have got to a place where I don't need to oppress anybody else. And for me, ironically, what this all comes back to is back to the book that I'm sharing on my Patreon at the moment about difference. Right now, the problem with freedom of speech is that you still don't like difference. You never have. And this generation likes it even less. And many of these platforms are paying a lot of money, not for the content on how people are, ironically, which has got them into trouble, 
What they're paying for is their persona and the ability to be a certain thing that's palatable right now. And it's not very authentic. And so really, the debate is really about whether you're palatable or not. And the skills that we really need are the ability to critique, critical thinking, discernment, openness, a love of difference, a responsibility in how we treat each other. It's funny, I've recorded this podcast in in two separate takes because I made a mistake in the first take, and in the second take I realised that I hadn't said something really vital that I'd said in the first take, and then when I recorded this snippet I forgot to press record. So we're going to do this again and I'm going to slot it in somewhere. But I find it quite amusing that it's been so hard to record this little clip. Well, what I've realized in the last couple of years especially is that I have the ability to be able to speak and write whatever I want. Because of where I'm based and because of my origins, I have the privilege of being able to record these podcasts and put out whatever I want every week. So if you're in a position to leave your house when you want to leave your house, to wear the clothes you want to wear, if you're allowed to drive your car, if you're allowed to be in a relationship with whoever you desire, if you're allowed to hang out with whatever people you want, if you're able to read whatever books you want to read, if you're able to listen to whatever you want to listen to, if your internet is not restricted in any way, if you have those privileges, I think it's vital to embrace them. 